Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Music and Vibes podcast. I'm your host, Kiana W. Mitchell. I must say, this week has started off amazing and I've learned a lot about myself this week. Now, a couple of weeks ago, I told you about my horrible experience with my online grocery pickup from Walmart. Since last week's episode, I've had some time to think about whether I should order groceries again online from Walmart or whether I should not order um, groceries again. And I have come to the following conclusion. All right, I will give them another chance to redeem themselves, but I'm not gonna give them another chance immediately. And that's just because I don't have time to wait in the event that the service is still slow. However, one day, someday, and sometime in the near future, I do plan to order groceries again from Walmart online. And when I do this, I'm just gonna make sure that I have some time maybe an extra hour or two in my day where I can just go and wait. Now, prayerfully and hopefully they're not still slow so that I will be able to get my groceries and be finished with it. But if they still are slow, I'm just going to be honest. I will just order my stuff online from Kroger because I got in and out. Now, the only reason I'm going to give Walmart another chance is because they actually called me and I told you that they called me and... They apologize. And I think that was the determining factor for me because I had to think like if I own my own business and I did something where my customers weren't happy or they felt frustrated or didn't want to come back to my store, I would really want them to give me a second chance. And if I called and asked them to come back, I think that they should at least give me a chance to redeem themselves, redeem myself. So I just think that same courtesy of wanting to give them a chance to redeem themselves is like if it was me on the other end, I want a chance to redeem myself. So I'm just going to give them that same courtesy that I would want if I had been the business that did something like that. Now, I personally think that um, this is one of many experiences that is leading me to think that maybe God is trying to work with me on my, I don't even know because I don't think I'm really impatient I could be, but I think God is really trying to work with me because it's like within the past couple of weeks, I've had some pet, all of my major pet peeves have like actually happened to me. Now, I do have some pet peeves that just clearly get under my skin when people do these things. Now, the one that has been happening the most is people saying that they can do something or will do something and then they don't do it. I know, I know, you don't have to tell me. That's life. People will say they're going to do things and they won't do it. But for some reason, I just think that if you say it, you should do it. And if you can't do it, can you please tell me you cannot do it? So here are two cases in point that I wanted to say that I think God is working with me and trying to, yeah, work on my character. Here are two cases that make me think of that. Now, the first one is like the first thing happened to me a couple of weeks ago. I, there's a guy who comes and he mows my lawn and he's really good at it. Like he'll come, he'll mow your lawn. He even has the leaf blower. When he finished, it looks amazing. And he is a good worker. So for the last couple of times, however, he would say he's going to come on a day, but then he didn't come. He didn't call us that he wasn't coming. 
Um, the last time I remember I had to, I had to actually text him and I was like, well, are you going to still come today? And he was like, yeah, I'm going to come. And so he didn't come. And then he finally said that he couldn't come because his lawnmower was broken or the blade or something, which I understand. I mean, if this is what you use all the time for your business, of course, it's going to break sometime. So when he said his lawnmower was broken, he was getting it fixed. I was fine with that. So then like maybe two, three days later, he sent me a text saying he got the part for his lawnmower and he was going to come over to mow the lawn. That was fine. So I was like, okay, so he did that. So then the last time I texted him, I was like, well, could you mow the lawn on this day? He's like, yeah, I'll be over on Friday. Friday came, Friday went. He did not show up. Not only did he not show up, he didn't call me to tell me why he didn't come. And he didn't even text me to tell me why he didn't come. It was just like nothing. He just didn't show up. Now, mind you, my grass is looking terrible. And it had. it's not like we neglect our lawn, to be honest. It's just that we live in the South. I live in Alabama. And in Madison, Alabama, it has been hot. Like, really hot. Like, you walk outside and you break out into a sweat. Like, that kind of hot. It's been really hot. And it has been raining. So we've had tons of rain. So with the sun shining and the rain and the heat, our grass has grown up like crazy. So even though it had only been like maybe two weeks since our lawn had been cut, it was looking like a jungle. So if you looked at it, you would think, oh my goodness, what have those people done? It really looked like we just took our house and put it in the middle of a jungle. It was bad. So that is why I was a little frustrated when he didn't show up because everybody else's lawn was looking nice and neat. And our lawn looked the worst on the block. Even my kids had to comment. They were like, Mom, it looks like we live in the jungle. And how come everyone else's lawn looks so nice? And I'm just like, wait, the guy is supposed to come. So yeah, it was added pressure. My kids were harassing me about the lawn. My husband was harassing me about the lawn. I was embarrassed of my own lawn. So yeah, we really needed to get it done. So when he didn't show up, it frustrated me because I'm just like, now I have to look at my lawn again. Thankfully... Like at the last minute, we were able to get um, someone to come and cut our lawn that Sunday. So we did get the lawn cut. But I was just frustrated. I'm just like, if you couldn't do it, you could have just told me. Because then what would probably have happened is I probably would have gotten someone else to mow the lawn that time. But I do think that I eventually would have called him back and be like, okay, dude, you can come mow the lawn. It's just I needed someone to do it then. I'm not against people... um, not being able to do things it's just that if you say you're going to do something i just want you to follow through so that was the first case where i had someone say they were going to do something and didn't do it what they said they were going to do now the second situation i want to tell you about happened um last weekend now here's what happened with this one now for a while i have been working with a local business i've been doing some things and i've been going there almost every week to work on some stuff however my husband and i our schedules have changed and the time i thought i could go i really can't go So what I did was I just texted the guy and I was like, listen, I'm not going to be able to come anymore. I need to figure out my schedule and then I can resume what we're working on. But until then, I'm going to have to um, stop coming. So I'm not going to be able to be there. And I let him know this because I didn't want him to be holding a slot for me to come every week to do this thing when I was not going to be able to come. So I thought in fairness, I should just let him know I'm not going to be able to come. So I did that. And so he sent me a text and he was like, well, you know, that's cool, Kiana. Um you what did he say oh yeah he said he understood and that he would take direct deposit off he would take my card off his direct deposit so what that means is that he was just going to take my debit card off of his file 
so that I would not be charged for services I was no longer getting, which was fine. So that was the agreement. So on Saturday, I have to be looking at my account because I do check my account three times a day just to make sure. And I check it morning, noon, and night just to make sure everything's in order. So I check my account and I noticed that $70 was taken off my account. And I was like, what is this? Why? And then I looked to see where the charge came from. It was from that business. And I was just like, are you serious? Because mind you, he said he would take my debit card off of his files. So there should not have been any reason for any money to be taken off. So I was like, okay, whatever. So I called the bank since it was the weekend and I couldn't get in contact with the business. So I called the bank and the bank um, saw where it wasn't supposed to be taken off. And they're like, okay. So I did a dispute. They said they would refund the money. And they also... Um, did a stop payment to make sure no money can be taken off since it just appeared as if that person didn't really follow through with what they said and that was why money was taken off my account so I was fine I was like you know it is what it is bank will pay me back I'm fine so I was like okay so then if Saturday was fine after I cleared things up it was fine on Sunday and then Monday morning once again early in the morning doing my usual bank account check and I go look at the bank and wouldn't you know it, to my surprise, another $70 was taken out of my account. And I was like, again? Of course, I was frustrated by that time because I'm just like, why is $70 taken off my account? So I looked and it was from the same business. So I was like, okay. So once again, I called the bank and I told the bank, listen, this money's not supposed to be taken off my account. And then they looked and they saw where money was not supposed to be taken off my account. They also saw that I had a stop payment, but they informed me that that didn't exactly um, stop anything at that point because it's the weekend, things were pending. So my stop payment wasn't really intact at that point in time. So I was like, okay, fine. But we did a dispute again. They made sure everything was okay. And they saw that the stop payment was still in place and that it would take effect on Monday. So they were, they were like, okay, so you're good. I was like, okay. So... What I did was I sent a text once the business opened. I told them, listen, money was taken off my account. And they're like, okay, we'll look at it. So apparently nobody really looked at it because nothing was really done about it. And so then I text again on, what day was it? It was um, Thursday, I think, of last week. And I was like, listen, um, will anything be done? And they were like, well... We're going to see what happened. I don't see any records of any money being taken off your account. And at that point, I just felt frustrated. Come just like, listen. I was like, why would I lie about $140 being taken off my account? Like, I'm not trying to do that. I'm just telling them about it because it actually happened. And they were supposed to have taken me off of their direct, taken my card off their file. So none of this should have even happened. To make a long story short, the bank... To refunded the money that I was lost. So they, they refunded both um, transactions of $70. So they gave me 140 back because they saw where I had told them to take it off at a stop payment. They shouldn't have been able to take anything off. But I think my frustration here is just that if you are a business and if people have their debit cards connected to your business, if they cancel a service, you are supposed to take it off. And if you say you will take it off, you should take it off. And if you do not take it off and people tell you things are taken off their account, then you should listen to what they are saying and give them their money back. That is my pet peeve. That was the thing that really frustrated me because 
to be honest, I don't think the bank should have had to refund me because if they had just done what they said they were going to do and take my card off their file, I would not have even had to go through any of this. And no money would have been taken off and the bank wouldn't have had to get involved. None of this would have even happened. So these are two two situations that are making me and leading me to believe that God is trying to work with my character. Now, I did get frustrated. I didn't get upset or anything. I just got frustrated. And thank God this time I was like, God, what should I do? And, you know, I did pray about it. So that helped a lot because normally I would have been really upset and it would not have been very nice. But I prayed about it because that's what I thought to do. I prayed about the situation and God worked it out. So even though the business didn't give me my money back, God worked it out where I still got my money back. And they can no longer take any money off my account. Now, as far as the guy who's supposed to cut the lawn, I really don't know what to do about that because should I call him and ask and see what happened and why he never came? Or should I just leave that alone and not say anything about it? Should I just leave it alone and just get someone else to cut my lawn? So I guess my question to you is like in both of these situations, what would you do? The first guy with the lawn, would you um, contact him and ask him what happened to see what happened and why he never showed up? Or would you just leave it alone and be like, you know what? I'm just leaving him alone and I'm just going to find someone else to cut my lawn. Even though I think my husband and I came up with a better idea, we're just going to buy a lawnmower and cut our own lawn. So would you contact the person to find out why they didn't come to mow your lawn? Or would you just buy the lawnmower and cut your own lawn? Which one would you do? So message me in the Music and Vibes Facebook page and leave me your answer in either Messenger or in the comment section. Now, as far as the second scenario where money was taken off my account from that business and they wouldn't even refund it and didn't even care enough to check into it or anything, what would you do? Would you contact them and tell them exactly how that made you feel and what you're thinking? Or would you just leave it alone and say, I got my money back, forget about it. It's over and done with. What would you do in that situation? Once again, I need to know what you guys would do. Because I think it would be fun to hear someone else's opinion. I'll tell you what I decide to do next week. But this week, I want to kind of know what you would do. Because sometimes, you know how it is, it's like you think you're doing the right thing, but you may not be. And then sometimes you think, well, here's the thing. I, In my personal opinion, I think that... um. I could leave both of these situations alone because I got my money back and I can either buy a lawnmower or get someone else to mow my lawn. So it's really not a big deal. But deep down inside, I'm one of those people where I just think I should say something about it because it's kind of not fair for you to say you're going to do something and not do it and then cause all this havoc and then you just get let off the hook. So what would you do? Should I just let it go or should I have a polite email or text, you know, explaining how by them not keeping their word, how it made me feel. What would you do in this situation? I'm dying to know. So I'm asking that you would go to the Music and Vibes Facebook page, leave me your answer in either Messenger or in the comment section. And I would love to hear your opinion and get some feedback in regards to these two situations that I talked about today. Hope to hear from you soon. Now today I want to talk to you about friendship. I can honestly say that I value all of the friendships that I have made throughout the years. I am still friends with some people that I grew up with or who went to college with me. 
Throughout my life, I have met some amazing people who even though we don't always talk to each other on a regular basis, I know that if I ever needed anything or if I ever needed to talk, they would definitely be there for me and I would definitely be there for them. Now, I would like to think that I'm a loyal friend, I'm a true friend, I'm kind, but I am not that friend who's going to call you all the time or expect you to call me every minute of every day. But I am that type of friend that will be there when you need me. Now, thankfully, all of my friends are like me. I like to call them low-maintenance friends. I know, I know what you are thinking. You're probably like, what is a low-maintenance friend? Well, here is my example of a low-maintenance friend. A low-maintenance friend is that friend who you haven't spoken to in years, and when you see each other, the friendship is still intact, and you both understand that everybody's busy. A low-maintenance friend is someone you can count on, even if you have not spoken to them in years. A low-maintenance friend will occasionally text you to find out how you are doing, and then pray for you even if you are both too busy to connect. A quick text or message on Facebook is all a low-maintenance friend needs to let them know that you are thinking about them. Now that is my definition of a low maintenance friend. And I can honestly say that I am thankful for all the low maintenance friends in my life. Now when it comes to my friends, I may not call them during the week, but every couple of weeks I do get on the phone and I talk to them or I may text them. And that's my way of letting them know that I care about them, I haven't forgotten about them and that we are still friends. Now, it's funny because a lot of my friends, we go to the same church. And a, one of my friends, we even sing on the, a couple of friends, we sing on the same praise team. And the funny thing about this is that I'm soprano, out, she's alto, and we, we don't stand side by side, but there are times when we'll say a quick hey and a quick bye, but it's not like we sit and talk for hours. There are times we're in the same room and we just say, you know, we'll acknowledge each other, but we don't always talk because we're talking to somebody else or we're doing something else. But what we will do is like whenever we do get a chance to talk throughout the week, maybe once or even once a month, once a week, twice a month, whenever we talk, we will literally talk for hours, like not just a half an hour or an hour or two hours. Sometimes we'll be talking for three and four hours. And it's hilarious because we have so much to say. And so we have like a little ongoing joke where we're just like, maybe we should call each other once or twice throughout the week. Then maybe we wouldn't talk for three or four hours. And I find it to be funny because my kids, if I'm on the phone too long, they'll start getting upset and they'll be sending me little messages and writing signs and notes like, mommy, get off the phone, spend time with us. So whenever my friends and I, we do talk for these long periods of time, my kids are like literally throwing tantrums quietly. Like, hurry up, get off the phone. We want to talk to you. So my friends and I, we can talk forever. But that's just the awesome friendship that we have where we don't have to talk to each other all the time. And when we do talk, we'll talk for hours. So that's one of my friends. I have another friend who I may see in church, you know, we'll say hey, or my kids will sit by them. But then we will go, we'll hang out maybe, I can't even say once a month. Like, the times we used to hang out are like few and far between. But when we do hang out, we have a lot of fun. We talk for hours and it's great. Now, my low maintenance friends are like me. Like, I'm that kind of person where I don't need a lot of attention to, you know, have friends. I'm good. As long as we're there for each other and we're good friends, 
you know, I'm fine. My friends and I know that we don't have to have a relationship where we call each other 24-7. But the fact is that we are still friends and we're loyal to each other. Now, we are not using this low-maintenance friend um, theory as a way of saying we are neglectful friends or anything like that. No, not at all. Like, if something bad happened to my friends and I find out about it, I'm the first person to call or text and find out what's going on and if I can help. And they're the same way. So we don't ignore each other. We're not inconsiderate because we are very considerate. It's just that we realize that we, first, we have busy lives. We work. A lot of us still have small kids. And we have so much going on until our friendship has evolved to meet us where we are. So right now, we don't have tons of time to hang out and do things together. So based on our friendship, we use the time that we do have and we just make it work and we make it important and we just value the quality time that we do get to spend together. And it's nice to have that. It's nice to have friendships where you don't feel like you have to fit into a certain role or do certain things or call or be on a regimented schedule about friendship and calling and texting and everything. And I think that's the freedom that my friends and I give to each other, which to me is a gift. Like the freedom of knowing that, oh, I can text right now. Or if I don't text, they're not going to be mad at me. Just the freedom to live life and enjoy our lives and to spend time with our families and what we're doing is so freeing. And it makes the friendship even more special. And I just think that is what makes our friendship so unique where we just give each other the freedom to be us and to do whatever it is we're trying to do. And we know that it's not that we're not talking to each other because we don't care about each other or because we're mad or we're not friends. No, that has nothing to do with it. It has everything to do with the fact that we are busy. We have church activities. We are trying to either start businesses or do side businesses to reach our full potential. We have a lot of things going on. So that is freeing to know that they understand me. I understand them. No love is lost and we are perfectly fine. Now, there are some times in friendships where I do believe that you kind of outgrow each other. And the friendships, the friends I'm talking about with the low maintenance friends, we have not outgrown each other. But then on the other hand, I have some friends who I think I have outgrown. And it's not even a bad thing. I know some people make it feel, make you, make it seem like if you were friends with someone and y'all were close and then over time you're not as close as you used to be that that's a horrible thing and like this person's acting this way or you guys aren't friends anymore let me just tell you okay it is not a bad thing if you have outgrown your friends or outgrown your friendships because in life we all evolve now i think i look at it like this some people are the type of friends who are along for the ride you know they're going to be with you from the time you meet them until the day you die those are just those kind of friends but then there are some other friends who are just going to be there for certain situations or for certain instances and or certain time periods in your life. And I believe that those friends are good to have as well because you need people who are going to be there at certain points in your life where you both can help each other and learn from each other. And then you grow from your experiences and move on to different and better things. And so I think that is just how it is. I have some friends like that too. And once again, there's no love lost if I see them. If they need anything, if they ever need to talk, they can call me. I am there for them. And I think it's the same way. It's just that with these friends, I think we got to be friends off of different situations or circumstances. You know, sometimes you're both going through the same thing at the same time. And once you're finished with that experience, you don't really have a lot in common. And you're not as bonded because 
of the fact that your friendship was based off of a situation and not off of a real genuine friendship. And these things happen. But I think whatever kind of friends you have or whatever friendships you are in at the moment, that they should be valued and they should be cherished. And you should be the best friend to them as you can possibly be. Just like you want your friends to be the best friends that they can be to you. So that is what I think. I think friendship is awesome. Now, I know I've been talking about friendship a lot, but I would be remiss if I did not talk about the best friend of all. Now, I have a friend who has been with me since day one. You know, he has been my best friend. He talks to me. I can talk to him. He doesn't even um, hold anything against me. He understands me. There's no expectations. I have a true friend who has been my best friend. And he's my best friend in the whole world. And can you guess who he is? Yes, his name is God. Now, I can truthfully say that God is the best friend that I've ever had. Even though I may get busy with life, God doesn't get busy with life. And God always has time to listen to me and to talk to me. There have been times in my life where I felt like I let God down. But the great thing about it is God has never let me down. I have never had to give God the benefit of the doubt because I know that whatever he's doing, he's working it out for my good. The great thing about God is that he is not just my friend. He's everyone's friend. He's the perfect friend. God loves and understands people who are high maintenance. All right, that's a whole nother podcast. And God understands people who are low maintenance. He knows the art of being able to speak to us in our love language. God knows how to make me feel like I'm his only friend in the whole world. And God also knows how to make you feel like you are his only friend in the whole world. God knows how to make me feel like I'm the only important person to him. And he makes you feel like you're the only important friend to him. That is amazing. Like how he does that, I don't know. But that's the great thing about God. I know without a shadow of a doubt that God loves me and that he wants to be my friend. And that to me is the thing that I love and value the most about God. I love the fact that he, God, the creator of the universe, he's holy, he's great, he's awesome. He, God, the person who created the whole world, he wants to be my friend. Now, how in the world can that make your friendship any better? Like knowing that someone who has so much power and authority wants to be friends with you. That is the thing that I love about God. It makes me love him every single day, more and more and more. Like what more can you ask for when looking for the perfect friend? The love and friendship of God is totally amazing. Now the song that we're going to listen to today is called God. This song talks about the awesome friendship that can be found in God. Now without further ado, here's the song, God. The beginning and the end 
Before I end the podcast, I just wanted to let you know that God can be your friend too. All you have to do is ask him to come into your life or ask him to be your friend. You can't ask for a better friend. So if you haven't already, ask God to be your friend and just see what an amazing friendship you and God can have. Now, I just love, 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 love spending time with you each week. It literally brightens up my week. You just don't know how happy and excited I get when I know it's time to talk to you on the podcast. So if you have not had a chance yet to review the podcast, I would love for you to stop whatever you are doing right now. Just stop it. Okay, don't stop it if you're driving. If you're driving, keep driving. 
But if you are not driving, stop whatever you're doing. Go straight to iTunes and leave the podcast a review. Now, if you are enjoying our time together as much as I am enjoying this time with you, then I ask that you share this episode with a friend and see how much they would enjoy the podcast as well. Now, as always, you can reach me anytime at the Music and Vibes Facebook page. So feel free to leave me a message in either the comment section or a messenger. You can leave me a message morning, noon, or night. Now, I'm probably not going to answer you at the times of night, but I will, as soon as I get up in the morning and when I check my Facebook page and I see your message or your comment or whatever, I will definitely make sure I get back to you and answer you. Thank you so much for being amazing listeners, and I can't hit, wait to hear all the great and wonderful and wise advice you're going to give me about those situations. And until next week, I hope that you're having a good day, whether you're winning or losing. I love you, and no matter what, you're going to make it through. Bye-bye. I'll talk to you soon. Hope and you're having a good day.